isn't it already blissful just to sit in silence together in the presence of God and gaze into the light of the Spirit within each of us and to feel the joy and the peace of that eternal presence. When the mind is silent, the problem is the chattering of the mind, isn't it? The mind is called the realm of representation, representation. But I have often thought this is a very false word in itself. It should be the reabsentation. Because what it, language does is make you absent again from your real self. You become absent the first time by identifying with the body, and then you're absent a second time by identifying with mind, with language. And it is that absentation from the self that has to be healed by returning to the source, silence the zero point. They often talk today about zero point energy, but most people don't understand that it's the zero point of consciousness that we must reach. That's the point of power. It's not the vacuum of space, but the vacuum of our minds when there is silence that we penetrate through into the noumenal realm of our essence. And that's why in, in Sanskrit, the word for zero, and it is a point, is Shiva. If you go to an accountant in New Delhi today and they start adding up numbers, you'll see them put a dot here and there, and that, that, they call it a shiv, it's the zero. And when the Muslims conquered India and uh, they realized that the concept of zero exists because it was represented by God then they took the representation of Shiva as a lingam Shiva lingam which is kind of oval and they made the zero as we know it in the west and they brought that to Europe which didn't have the concept of zero and our mathematics in the west was retarded tremendously by not having that concept But the zero point is not just a concept. It is the ultimate real. And when we silence the mind and enter the zero point, that is the power point. That is the jyoti bindu, the point of light, from which all that is emanates. It is infinitely dense even though it's infinitesimally small, so small that it is not in this dimension of space. This is also the teaching of Euclidean geometry, that a point takes up no space, it has no size, it has no dimensions, zero dimension. That is the essential nature of the self. And something that has zero dimensions technically doesn't exist, does it? because it's not in space and therefore it's not in time and so it is emptiness shunyata refers to that same 
point of light from which emanates our entire consciousness and through the collectivity, the entire universe. And because everything emanates from this point of light that we can reach through simply silencing the dispersion of our attention in language, imagery, emotions, desires, etc., by returning to the source, to the point, we recover all of our power that we have lost in that dispersal. We recover all of the intelligence, infinite intelligence, infinite information is contained in that point of light, as well as all of the other powers that manifest at lower levels further down the chain of being in terms of the consciousness of the symbolic plane and the imaginary, etc. So this is the source of all of the powers, paranormal powers and supernatural powers that yogis are famous for. And although our intention is not to reach those powers, they are a side effect of the bliss of union with God because otherwise we tend to get a big ego about those powers and then the mind comes back and we end up losing everything again. And so this is a game of ladders and shoots and you can easily rise very high and, and suddenly get very proud of what you've attained and you're back at ground zero again and have to find the zero point again in order for the Kundalini to rise to its complete potential. So in meditation, that's all we are doing is stopping the noise so that our attention gravitates back to the center of our being, which is not located in the physical body because it's not in space or time. It is that which creates the illusion of space and time and therefore cannot be found within space and time. And therefore the I that you may imagine yourself to be as a bodily being cannot find it because it's in too gross a state of consciousness. It's within the illusion and anything within the illusion cannot find the creator of that illusion. So if you want to find the self or the capital S or God or the supreme real then one must surrender and renounce and realize the illusion of the I that has become identified with language and with the physical organism. And when there is no I left, no illusory I left, then the self is all and it emerges with all of its infinite power and joy without any time or space required for the attainment because it is realized as what we have always been beyond space and time. And so meditation is the easiest thing 
to do because it simply requires realizing your being, realizing what you are when you're not doing anything at all. And so simply by renouncing the need to prove that you exist or to justify your existence or to rationalize it or to try to make it work and to try to maximize pleasure or to minimize pain or to evade difficulties or all of those games that the ego tries to play and cannot win just through the acceptance of what is all of those issues that the ego mind cannot solve become resolved simply through realizing the superintelligent nature of the real self which is beyond fear and beyond the limitations of ordinary thinking that prevent us from realizing the potentials that exist in any situation to achieve the impossible. And that's why the self is the realm of the miraculous. Because it is the realm beyond law. Law exists once there is manifestation. There is order, there is structure, there is a kind of coherence and meaning that is implicit in the maintenance of a universe and that consciousness, that lawfulness exists in every point of space and time but beyond that is freedom and that freedom even begins to appear at the quantum level at the most elementary level of the manifestation of what we call matter but is light matter? No, it's still already bridging the spiritual and the physical. And as we take a deeper step inward, we reach freedom, liberation. And then it no longer matters what happens in that illusory world of matter because we have reached the source, the great mother light, which gives birth to and sustains the universe in its optimal form. And when we no longer have to learn through suffering, but can learn through bliss, then the universe itself changes to allow the most highest, most beautiful, most elegant potentials to manifest. The universe only requires suffering when we have blinded ourselves to the source. When we are in sync with the source again, a transformation happens at every level of reality. And so there's great empowerment that comes just from achieving the stillness of our innermost nature. Okay, so I hope everyone's convinced that it's worth it to silence your mind and to hold that zero point. Don't leave it. Don't lose that point of attention and you will achieve the most blissful meditation imaginable.
So let's meditate.